Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers, Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure you are tuned in every Friday to Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. Hi guys. Hey everybody. Hey. Hi Kendall. Hi, Hi James. Happy new week in September. Yes. How was how was the we're weekend? Deep. I feel like we're more than halfway through. What no? No, we're, it's, no, but it feels. I mean, it's going. You know, the whole what? entire year is going. They I mean, just yeah. took my rent out of my account this morning. <sighs> that would really piss me. <laughs> <laughs> I was listen. The budget was real, but it's September thirteenth. It's mid month practically. Yeah. It is both Tyler Perry and Ian Levanzant's birthdays. Uh, good Virgo, beloved. Own gifting, uh, beloved. <laughs> Had a field day today. Yes, my my good auntie Yamla got herself a new unit. I live. Amen. So, uh, is it short? Yes, mm-hmm. it's a short little like strawberry blonde little oh. little piece. Yeah, I mean it's got a highlight. It's like auburn, but it has blonde highlights in it. I posted it on Twitter today. <laughs> right now my mentions are blowing up about another picture I posted. What'd you post? Um, it's a picture from Kylie Jenner's new lip ad. She looks very ethnic in it. I thought it was Karuchi at first. Um, but no, it's Kylie Kristen Jenner. Huh. But aside from that. <laughs> I want to see it. Aside from that, my weekend was really good. What'd you I do? I spent a day in Vegas with my mother. My mother's yes, birthday was Monday. I saw that. So uh, we Hi, had- Hi, Mom. Right. Does she listen? Um, Occasionally, she'll chime in. Podcasts aren't really her thing. My mom has the attention span of a gnat, like most Virgos. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, they're not really her thing. But so I did that, and it was very, very interesting. So my trip was last minute. And so with it being last minute, I was like, I'm going to rent a car. But there were, like, a lot of- issues that arose with insurance because I don't already have insurance even though I'm like of age and so at the last minute I decided to book a round trip trip on the Greyhound bus for the mega bus I didn't take mega bus you know what I should have you know what I was thinking about mega but I was fearful of clientele um (laughs) I I think because the name Greyhound has been around longer it was a little bit more trustworthy for me but it was a big mistake and I'm gonna tell you why so on the way there uh I was I have my headphones in and I'm listening to my favorite album right now, which is Daniel Caesar's new project, if you haven't checked that out. And all of a sudden I hear arguing and the bus driver trying to calm it down. So it turns out that a white woman who was sitting in front of me, she started (laughs) ministering to someone about how she was named after Mary and she's Jesus, all of this stuff. But where she messed up at was from what, and this is from what I gathered. So where she messed up at is she started talking about today in politics and how we're all one. Oh, no. So a black woman in the middle of the bus told her to shut her white ass up because she didn't know what she was talking about. Where's the Where's the lie? And so the the, the white woman, <laughs> like literally, so the, the bus driver calms down the argument, but there's a whole bunch of like huffs, like, huh, bitch. Like that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so we arrive in Vegas. <laughs> we arrive in Vegas. And there's, <laughs> there's more sandwiched in this. So we arrive in Vegas and... Um, the black woman happens to get off before me. By the way, I should mention that I sat maybe two seats behind the driver. I don't believe in sitting mid-bus or back-bus. And actually, this was my first time ever taking the Greyhound bus. I've Were never taken... Drunk, 
I wouldn't know. Plane flights, everyone's drunk on the plane. I wouldn't know if people were drunk. Really? I, ha- I was too busy having my personal space invaded by some weird black man who thought I owed him conversation. Oh. Yeah. It was It was literally the worst. I felt boxed in. His elbow kept touching my thigh. Like, it wasn't tight enough quarters for him to be crossing the line and all of this stuff. Um, And he really, really pissed me off. Like I was ready to literally chop his head off. But anyway, as they're getting off the bus, the black woman turns around. Mind you, the white woman is directly in front of me. And the black woman turns around and curses her smooth the fuck out and told her, bitch, you got me fucked up. You need to think about what you say before you open your mouth. You don't know who the fuck you talking to. I will break my foot off in your ass. And I'm going to be waiting for you when you get off the bus. So... I was like, okay, like literally everyone's falling off the bus. And sure enough, the black woman, like the white woman staying, remains seated because she can see the black woman <laughs> with her roll on carry on waiting for her outside the bus. So I just got out of there. So then um, I'm going to keep this condensed. I did, ended up having a great time with my mom. This was my first time seeing my mom all year. I have not seen my mother since Christmas. Mm-hmm. So this is my first That's time great. seeing her all year. Um, I gambled for the first time. I put a quarter in a machine and got $40 out of it. Come I was on like, now. okay. God's um, got a blessing. And I felt it was the spirits leading me because in the casino, jump and jump and started playing. So I felt that I the got the 40. you in a casino? Well, every time, you know, every time Destiny's Child, I said nothing yeah, about yeah. religion. Be clear, okay? <laughs> um, you see the preacher's kid trying to trying to troll, talking about the spirits leading you in a casino. SpongeBob me. I was following um, up. I said what I said. So I felt good luck because Jump and Jump and started playing. And I felt that I got a $10 for each of the founding members of Destiny's Child. I got $40 while Jump and Jump and was Shot playing. to Latavia. Founding members. Um, and so then I took my mom to lunch at the Americano in uh, Caesar's Palace. And I literally froze in my tracks because we're waiting on our table. And literally as we're walking into this nice restaurant, I saw what I deemed a mythological creature because I've never seen it ever in person, ever in person. I've only seen it in print and on television. There was a white man in a motherfucking Make America Great Again hat walking out of the restaurant as we are walking in. Mm. And I really didn't know how to react. I think because it caught me so much off guard. Mm -hmm. I was like... No, we don't. Hold on. No, we don't. And Hold no up. one was reacting. Granted, majority of the people, I think we were the only blacks in that restaurant. But still, there were, you know, Vegas brings in a mix of people. Right. It's a mix. It's, it's a touristy thing. So I saw that. But and the then, residents are not necessarily. And then to wrap this up on my way back on the gray, on the good old Greyhound, there was just, you know, a, a Mexican man, a white passing Mexican man who was kind of gaslighting with certain dog whistle terms, these black men, but the black men weren't catching it. And I was kind of thinking like, Shar, as the millennial, are you being hypersensitive? Because it was like things where um, they were talking about, you all know that football has returned. Kendall, I know you know, Mm -hmm. football has returned. And uh, so they're talking (laughs) about these football players. And at one point, the black guy, it was three black men. So two of them had like left. This is why we're waiting to get on the bus. They had like went to go do something. And so there was one black man and then the Mexican man who they were talking to, he went to go get a swig of water and he came back and was using terms like, where'd your homies go? Like it was just little stuff. And Mm. then to put the icing on top of a shitty cake, I overhear them talking about football and the Mexican man says to the black men that Colin Kaepernick needs to grow up. And that is when I put my earbuds back in. It seemed like there was no volume high enough. Yeah. 
And so I put my earbuds back ain't in. No volume. <laughs> ain't no because volume it was like I really want. Like we're all having these. I, I just believe that there's a time and a place for everything, and we're having these spirited conversations on a. But like there was no escape route. There, it's a five-hour yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah. It's not quarters. with forty strangers. It's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate. I mean, I I grew up in an in a. I'm not in an era. <laughs> it, I grew up <laughs> <What>? with my <laughs> mother. <laughs> with my mother always telling me that you don't talk. Uh, politics, religion, or Beyonce. Don't right. so funny. Beyonce. Um, you don't talk politics, religion, or Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, no, she, no, she, she didn't leave. She didn't put the last one in there. But, but I'm politics or religion. Today. Right. And, and so I kind of grew up with that. But then with the current climate, I believe that we really can't escape it. It's sometimes. becoming water cooler talk. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but I stand by that in certain spaces because I know um, I know my I know how where I stand and I know my uh, lack of patience for ignorance yes um and so yeah, yeah i think and i think a greyhound like you can't go anywhere that's i felt You're trapped stuck. like but what i will say is the lesson that i learned was on the way there i sat on the like on the, like a window seat mm-hmm. but on the way back i said aisle because i felt like i had more control in the aisle yes. because i literally felt you can somewhat escape attacked mm-hmm. with this man boxed. sitting next to me yeah. i felt boxed in attacked the man on the ride down was just in my personal space, like it, I was uncomfortable. And at one point, I forgot this because I was telling my my boss this when I got back because she was cringing. And at one point, I firmly believe this man was like sneaking, taking pictures of me. Oh, it was weird. It was, he was trying to act like he was getting pictures of scenery, and I was looking good, no shade. Hi. But it, he just made me all in all just extremely uncomfortable on that bus ride there. And the whole time, I just was thinking ungodly thoughts. In my head, like I I'm used like to take the train burst of flames from, from Merced, um, like the Amtrak. Mm-hmm. When I was in, I haven't taken the Amtrak since I was like four. We used to take it down south to visit my grandma. Really? Uh huh. All the um, time, and I used to love it. I remember being a child and loving the train. I, I don't think I think I don't go to Northern California um, anymore because I'm so traumatized from all mm. of those trips. Um, oh. Not 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 like people on. It's just those trips were long the, and the I commute. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like them. Yeah. Um, but but what East Coast Megabus? I haven't done West Coast Megabus, but East Coast Megabus. I while I was in DC, I used to go to DC and New, to New York. Mm. Um, that's a short ride, right? Yeah, but it's, it's like Vegas. It's like, it's like Vegas. Oh, okay, yeah. it's like Vegas, LA. Uh huh. Um, and see, but that, my boss said you should great. have taken Megabus because I was fearful of clientele. But she was like, she feels that because Megabus is more geared towards younger people, it mm-hmm. might have been better. Right. Like younger people going to Vegas together because it was literally like all of the crazies that I encounter on a daily basis in the morning with my commute. It was like that times 10 I on this Greyhound. I think what troubles me about, <laughs> about <laughs> all of those things, though, Megabus, Amtrak, all of them, is that at train stations and these Megabus stations, they don't don't have metal detectors. No, they so, don't. Like, when we're talking mm. about confined spaces, like a plane is a confined space, but in order to get on there, you have to go. You have to go That's a little worrisome was, to well, me in, in the climate that we're in. And I don't, but like, I know that, you know, America has been more uh, dangerous than today and that, that the news makes us hypersensitive to yeah. these things, but I'm hypersensitive. They don't even <laughs> check ID to get on the bus. You just show your ticket. Your ticket. They mm-hmm. just collect your mm-hmm. ticket. I, and I never thought about that. I used to know. Yeah, it, yeah I used to think about, about it on, on those long seven-hour train mm-hmm. rides from Mercedes. Because you never know who you're riding with. Um, right. Yeah, but in, yeah. A, in a bus. Stuck. So what did you do, Jay? That was my weekend. Um, I went to San Diego. It was really fun. What was in San Diego? Um, just a little escape. Okay. Okay. But I had a good time. Two weekends in a row. Two yeah. weekends in a row in San Diego. Hold on. 
Where was I last week? Oh, the Redwood Forest. This is why forest. we need a visual okay. in, in you this know, studio. Yeah, I have thought. <laughs> it never fails every week. Every week, Kendall. I'm like, what I do the week every before? Week. I went to, I was in San Every day. week. Today, every. I don't have. <laughs> you ain't got nothing for him. You don't know, you know what know to I'm tell him. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't there for a whole week, and I was there for literally like a night. What, San Diego? In San Diego. Okay. I went out there Saturday night. My friend took me out. I never partied in San Diego before. In okay. fact, I have, but I was. Sean and I did. I know. Yeah. And I partied uh, prior to going with you. I partied there. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys oh, yeah, do, do Gaslamp? With, with, with the boys. Mm-hmm. Did I what? Do Gaslamp? Yeah, I don't remember yeah. anywhere that I went. Yeah, yeah. at the Gaslamp Gas District. Gaslamp District. So oh, that's where we ended up. That's where we, I that's I was dancing on my Middle Eastern Bay. Oh. This man came and stood behind me, and I was in no headspace to move. I was him. like, I thought this. Was, I I brought you down here. Where's mine? <laughs> I broke them off. I broke them off. Hey, he's revived this dumbass. Uh, you revived it yourself. Moving on. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I had a good time. I've never really partied in San Diego like that, and I haven't really partied like that in a while, to be honest. All have motivated me to get myself out there, and you know, shuck and jive with. Little DJ action. Not shucking and jive. Mm, I was shucking and jiving. And I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> oh, I was shucking and jiving in the club and um, with people well, around me. I stayed local. Cool. Um, and I celebrated my good friend and friend to the show, Sunny. Hate hey, that Sunny. I missed it. You all were at LACMA, right? Um, when we went to LACMA. Never been there. We Never even stepped foot on, so- on the soil. La Brea, you didn't get the, the La Brea Tar Pits. No, I, wow. I um, said I have never been. I don't know, but it's kind of outside. Where does the confusion lie? Um, like I, I know, but thing. I've never been. That's wow. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I used there. to work across the street from there and as in the labor. Elliot Is that when you that. were with DuPont Walker? No. Don't put. What? <laughs> no. I wish I was working over there for DuPont Walker. <laughs> um, no, I. Yeah. So I, I had a, I had a blast. And um, if you don't know, Sunny was my party planner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she so, looked great. I loved her Tracy Ellis Ross ponytail. She looked so we talked good. about this. Her and I talked about she this. Looked so good. The execution was flawless, and it was just mm-hmm. a perfect day. Um, like the weather was good. Mm-hmm. We only had one umbrella. Like I was covering the food. Like yeah. a big umbrella. Um, Wait, was there where to eat? La Brea Tarpet. The the Park La Brea right there. Oh, like, just like actually in the park. In the park. What oh, was okay. what was on the menu? Um, nothing crazy. It was some fried chicken, some watermelon. Was there anything from um, Earl's Grill? Um, there was a, there was some salads. Oh, okay. He didn't cater anything. Hot. Oh yeah, because I asked Sunny to put some to the side for yeah. me. I doubt that she did. I would be shocked. If well, she there did. was nothing that you would have wanted. Oh, why? To put on. Oh, some put on the side. Some... No, I wanted some of the salad. All these days later. Mm. No, it was it was it wasn't. An, <laughs> Is it w- there an issue with eating salad on <laughs> a few there, days it wasn't, late? Somebody it, let me know. It wasn't that it wasn't does it go bad it was a vegan salad and uh um (laughs) and a kale salad oh okay okay um i had a blast and then we went to toka madeira for brunch on Mm -hmm. sunday and um that was really my weekend like my weekend consisted of celebrating a very very good friend happy birthday sunny welcome to your quarter and speaking of sunny i felt hella la watching the insecure season finale really quickly i just have to acknowledge that they uh brought up earl's grill which is which is sunny's father's restaurant yes and i thought about you when Kelly was going off on Issa because I felt like it was reflective of our relationship. But aside from that, um, I wish you would she call me mentioned, She mentioned, oh, I would never not. Oh, you coined. 
I would, now I that's would, a lie. Corn, 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 you Kendall. heard everyone heard what Kendall said, right? Mm-hmm. No, but I thought was in particular uh, <laughs> her reference to um, <laughs> Lancaster. It, well, yeah, Where you gonna move, Lancaster, Lancaster? or West Covina? Yeah, and yeah. what was Kelly's friend's name? Who Issa? She suggested Issa move in with you know as a roommate. Did you catch what the name was? No, I need to rewatch. Kalia. I a couple things. Really? Yeah. She said, "Did you ever call my friend Kalia for the roommate?" And I was like, "Look at all this Kendallism up in here." <laughs> we all need a Kelly in our lives. Um, we do. Uh, I have Shari's one, prob- but she's my undergrad friend. Shari's probably uh, my, the closest thing to Kelly in my life. Oh, um, thank you. Aww. That means a lot. Did you see that I got Molly on my insecure quiz that I took no, last I didn't. night? I was pissed. <laughs> pissed. I, I was mean, fuming. Pissed. My, you said I, you identified with her. Last I've season, mentioned. At least. Season one, I was like, she's a different person. I I started hating her this season. Mm. This season, Kendall, Kendall Kendall was Molly and Molly was Kendall. Um, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You're Molly this season. I am. I am. And last. The fuck? (laughs) I am through. Perpetually Molly. (laughs) I am through and through Molly. Uh huh. Um, Um, yeah. But yeah, so yes, Shout's shout nice out things. to to that. Fuck you. And I'm so mad that I missed the the viewing party. I, when I realized it, but I was like, I'm with my mom. Like literally, this was my first time seeing my mother. It was a yeah. big birthday for her, and I had not seen her since Christmas. So yeah, you guys good were weekend. Cute. I enjoyed watching your story. Yeah. Thank you. On social media. Thank I you. Was, I was happy that you did that. You snuck out, but mm-hmm. I did, You know, I'm not a fan of letting people know when I leave. Like, if you don't know through like passing, like I, I'm not like. Headed to the airport, guys. Well, like that I'm one not time just I called the... you and you were like, I was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm in Chicago. What? Oh, I yeah. just saw you yesterday. I'm not yeah. I'm not just a regular common folk social media. I know, follower. but I'm very that, that's just that's just how She's I like move Harry in the streets. That's just how I move in these streets. Harriet, do you have something to introduce to us? <laughs> I do. You know what? Let's jump into the corner. Okay, so <laughs> this week's LGBT Corner goes out to uh, the documentary The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson, which will be premiering exclusively on Netflix on October 6th. For those of you who do not know anything about Marsha P. Johnson, she uh, I was first introduced to her. It's a full circle for me because I always mention that when I first met Janet Mock, Janet was uh, doing a seminar on Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson. These are two trans women that kind of led the movement for gay rights. Like they kicked off the gay mm-hmm. rights movement. Marsha P. Johnson, you know, Stonewall riots. She threw the glass, kicked it off. Um, and so 25 years ago in 92, she was found floating in the Hudson River. And initially authorities dismissed this as a suicide, but everybody knew that woman ain't kill her damn self. And especially in that way. So this uh, documentary is going to explore. It's going to, of course, give you her history and mm-hmm. things like that, because she really should be a household name, both her and her best friend, Sylvia Rivera. And, uh, And so, yeah, the case was, I should note that the case was reopened in 2012. And in 2002, authorities changed the status of her murder, well, of her death from suicide to undetermined because they knew. Mm -hmm. Like, it was undetermined. So this is basically going to explore that. And I'm really, really, really excited about it because I feel like it's important to learn these things because they're not, a lot of LGBT history, especially as it pertains to trans women is not that well documented no. mm-hmm. like you can't no. go to the library and pick up a book like so it'll be interesting to see the, this take 
um, on it. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, that this documentary has been screened and everybody's giving it like... And yeah. you know that the Kiss and Tell family, we love a good doc, yeah. especially as it ties into pop culture. And she's a forever relevant uh, historical figure. I'm glad that there's platforms like Netflix that right. um, can greenlight these type of things and, and give them the, yes. the, the publicity that they need. Yes, this is totally unrelated, but I just thought about it uh, 21 years ago today. Tupac, Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just thought yeah. about that. But Daddy. but uh, she was found July 6th, so uh, 92. Hmm. That's when Marsha P. Johnson was found. But she literally, she she pioneered it. You know, it was the most marginalized that shook the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I could only imagine. I still remember, like, Janet painting this picture when we were at Chicago State. Back in 2012 and painting this picture, she had clips. Like, it was like a PowerPoint presentation, mm-hmm. really, that Janet was doing. <laughs> And just imagining, I couldn't really wrap my head around it then, but I think now that I'm further in my journey, I could not imagine being a trans woman in the in the 50s, 60s, Jeez. 70s. Oh, right. And, you know, yeah. it, it, it's like they dealt with transphobia on an even larger scale because gay men weren't even aligning themselves mm-hmm. with trans women. And trans women were on the front lines, of course, for the whole community. So, like I said, all in all, it should be interesting. And I encourage everybody to check this out. We all know if y'all ain't got a, a damn Netflix account, One you got moms. Netflix accounts. My little sister, I, she has a... a, a account on my thing mm-hmm. um and she told me some some part some dan added their name to my th- who d- who you giving your password <laughs> so to? i have a few friends that have my password and i'm just letting y'all know um <laughs> that that's an appropriate oh my god this is a public announcement no, okay a psa <laughs> on kat radio get dan well who's that whoever is watching make sure you're there october 6th because it will drop and uh, like I said, don't every, give Dan no license to watch everyone. nothing on my account. I mean, if he gonna watch it, he don't need. He ain't got authority to add his damn name. Now he doing <laughs> right. too much. Like he gonna watch it. He doing too much. Put some on this bill, Dan. <laughs> you like what is it now? Ten ninety nine. I don't know. Ten ninety nine. I'm I'm linked on the somebody. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, you Dan, huh? <laughs> right. I, I ain't Dan. I'm on a family account. Thank you. Um, let's move into my topic. What you talking about? So my topic, I purposely now, you guys. Okay, what you don't know about what goes on with Kendall, Jason, I is is we are in a text group, and I purposely dropped a bomb with my topic in a text group for Kendall in particular oh, about my topic. But I was you didn't waiting. get the reaction you wanted. I or you expected. No, no, no. I was waiting to provide my backstory because I was like, I, I was, I was looking at it like, okay, Kendall is going to interpret this as one thing. But it wasn't. So you would be very pleased to hear, speaking of Netflix, that this weekend, out of boredom, everybody knows that I love a good 30-minute show, like a good 30-minute sitcom that doesn't require my undivided attention to Uh enjoy. (laughs) The Carmichael Show, seasons one and two, are now available on Netflix. And I checked it out, and I was like, you know what? I should have listened to that damn Kendall. This is not that bad, you know? Um, and so, That makes me so happy. Yes, I, I love like Loretta in, in the... Uh, <laughs> right. What did Jay say? Hashtag Dan. Uh, 
No, you'll see. Um, but no, I love Loretta in it. Like, it's a really, really, I was like, okay, this is cute. But anyway, one of the episodes focused on cheating. And I was like, oh my gosh, aha moment, Gail, Oprah, what have you. This will be perfect to discuss on Kiss and Tell. And so, this, go ahead, go ahead. In the episode, it's a season one episode. Don't ask me the the episode number. Because like I said, I like 30-minute sitcoms. Like, a, go like a good mm-hmm. modern go family or The Office or 30 Rock or something. Turner. That doesn't require my undivided attention. I can be on social media but i could still you know join mm-hmm. in on the chuckle mm-hmm. and so in it the this episode if you all have never seen the carmichael show i encourage you to because like i said it's easy breezy watching and it's only two seasons they haven't put the third up yet okay so it's only two seasons on netflix it's now canceled but and it will forever live on <laughs> yeah convince hope but uh so in this particular episode it was like i said it was focused on cheating <laughs> and maxine that's her name right mm-hmm. gerard's girlfriend mm-hmm. I like her because she reminds me a lot of myself uh, as far as just like wheeling it in, you know, when niggas get crazy. And uh, they were talking about cheating and Gerard kind of <laughs> lost his shit, you know, as a man with with ego uh-huh. um, because she said that her last relationship involved a cheatation. And he was expecting her narrative to be like a guy cheated on me and this was my bounce back. But no, she was the cheater. And I then was he was him. he was even more shocked to discover mm. that she cheated on her ex-boyfriend with, with him. him. And now they're in a relationship. Ooh. And so he struggled in this episode with a trust thing. Now, see, I have always gone with the frame of mind that if you do it to her, you'll do it to right. me. And you don't have permission to do, to do it to, to me. me. But this Lord. episode of The Carmichael Show <laughs> raised some eyebrows for me. Like, would I be comfortable with a man that I, I'm dating and we're well into the relationship? And this is, this is tying into my question for you all. So... Would I be comfortable dating a man that I'm well into the relationship? This isn't like anything fresh or new. Like we're we've been dating for, you know, let's just say eight months to a year. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. we talk about cheating and he mentions to me, Yeah, baby, you know, when I got with you, I was cheating on my ex girlfriend when I got with you. But look at us. Like that was the argument mm-hmm. that she was making. And can and can I also provide a little bit of context in that so prior to Gerard finding out that he was a part of this the side cheating, chick. yeah, he was. That's, was what he, that's what he was really upset right, about. Right. <laughs> he had all of these beliefs and these rules about why people cheat and when they cheat. Yeah, because he mentioned the tax bracket. Thing. Yes, he was like, if a man makes a certain amount of money, like then a woman has to expect that he's going to mm-hmm. cheat. Like you, you he's given almost license to cheat. Um, and so he, he made a comment about like if I would have known that I was the side chick, then I wouldn't put in as much effort to date you. Yes, I just would have been texting you like and, you were like a power right. thing. He also yeah. had this whole power <laughs> dynamic. Yes, um, because I, I believe was that the same episode where you found out that how Max, how much Maxine was worth. I can't remember. Like I, I literally, it's all, uh, it's all a blur. I finished it literally. Yeah. <laughs> I started this Saturday morning and I'm done. But either way, I'm, can Both I answer seasons. now? Um, yeah, go well, ahead. You want to pose the question? Well, my question is: If you're dating a guy, let's say eight months to a year in, and you find out that he cheated on you with his ex to get with you, would that put some things mm. into question? Would 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 you be then now? On well, I shouldn't say on edge, but would that shift your trust mm-hmm. with him? That's a tough one. Um. No, no, because I think if I'm if I'm looking at where I am and what I feel about cheating in a general sense, mm-hmm. it's not the end all be all for me. Um, like if I get cheated on, it is not my line to say I'm out of this relationship immediately. So it would be unfair for me to to automatically say that once I find out find out that I was somehow part of this um, 
unbeknownst to me, that it would automatically make me done. I do think that But it, cheating comes in different capacities. What if it was like a one-time sexual thing? Or what if it was like a, Emotional I've been cheating cheat. on you for three months? Yeah. Type thing. Like, I'm, I'm damn near in a mm. whole other relationship. Emotional I'm just saying, cheating. because I think a lot of people make that a hard rule. No. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm leaving. You cheat. I can never trust you again. Kind of. But the tables are kind of turned in this, in right. this scenario. And so in this instance, it's like you find out um, that that your partner is a past cheater. And a lot of people come from the same school of you that once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, no, and- my, my school, I, I don't particularly subscribe to that. What I subscribe to is... The if you do it to her, you'll do it to me. I firmly believe right. how you how you get them is how you lose. Them. Oh, so if you see, no, cheated, I've never. I, if I've, you cheated uh, to, to get, and I'm now your current girlfriend, there will come a time when you're likely to cheat on me to go to the next relationship. I wouldn't look at our relationship like let's say I looked at it as like finite. Like okay, this is the man I am going to marry. If that news was presented to me, I would start. Now I would have doubts because. Who's to say? No, I think I think every relationship is different. I think, and while this is placing no blame or responsibility on any one person, I think that motivations to cheat um, mm. are different depending mm-hmm. on your on your. We look at Issa and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. She she said like, I wish I could convince you that it's not about you. And in her heart of hearts, she firmly believes it was wasn't about him. Mm-hmm. She was seeking something to fulfill her. Right. Um. That and scene was so ugh, moving. Yeah, they played um, my favorite Daniel Caesar song. Well, that one in uh, what's the other? How do you say it? Freudian, 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 yeah, Freudian, mm-hmm. Freudian. Um, I love that track. The title track. Um, I don't like it, but <laughs> oh my god, uh, <laughs> I um, yeah, I don't know. And and Shar Shar, Shar set this up, and it's huh? funny to me because. Mm. I imagine that she, beyond (laughs) the Carmichael show, she had other things in mind as she posed this topic for Kendall. Mm. And um, it was for the show. It wasn't just for Kendall, but you were definitely (laughs) in mind. Oh, I know. I was like, look at all of these. uh, And so, no, I don't. Subliminals. I don't. I think that they're. I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh. oh. What, What else was it? I just said, like, I was like, oh, like, you Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. The like, Kendall, this Kendall, is Kendall. what his <laughs> <laughs> The car is going to love this. Um, so let me be inflammatory the in the group track. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to talk, we're going to talk. Yeah. Has Kendall been a part of a situation that's been a bit messy? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes, I have. Willingly, knowingly. Um, mm. I didn't say proudly. Willingly. But you knowingly. I'm not gonna say. What do you mean? Never mind. What? Nothing. Go ahead, Kendall. I'm gonna shut my mouth. What? What? No, nothing. You just. It was. It threw me off when you said nothing. I'm not gonna. When you said willingly. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm gonna bring it up. Well, anyway, you knew you knew what was going on, and you still continued to entertain. Yes, and 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 Shar literally about two weeks ago asked me. If you were to be with this person, mm-hmm. could you ever trust them? Like, it, mm-hmm. it basically posing, if he does it to this nigga, he's going to do mm-hmm. it to you because that's how he got it. And I, I, I told her, I don't, I, I don't come from that school. I don't believe. So I, in the event that it did happen, <clears throat> to me as your friend, and we've been through this, I've said this on a public scale. I don't, I don't believe in I told you so ass friends. Well, then we wouldn't be friends. You can't call me then. You cannot call me. You can't call me. Well, then you're not a friend. No, no, no. That's not true. No, then you're not a friend. I got different friends for different shit. That's a new topic. Because I wasn't asking. (laughs) 
I wasn't asking. I'm not asking you to tell me I'm right. I'm not. And I'm not. That's not what I'm going to do. But I'm also calling me. If I need consoling for decisions that I make, again, willingly, knowingly, nobody's nobody's doing anything to me that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. Again, if I enter a situation and begin to trust someone who has asked for my trust Mm -hmm. and has somewhat built my trust and has, for, for what I know, not betrayed my trust. Just because they've done something in their past doesn't no, no, mean no, you're basically basically what you're telling me is is that you should have expected it. That's what your ass gets. No, I'm not saying that's that's what you're getting from it. I so never said saying? that's what you get. What I'm saying is if you start if you start something on a on a foundation that is cracked and questionable, when the shit crumbles and falls So should Gabrielle Union I'm not Alicia Keys and Fantasia not feel comfortable in their relationships. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying should things tank, Char would not be Char would not be the friend to call in that. You have different friends to call for that because I firmly believe and you've known from jump. If if those women were my friends and in my personal life, then they would know where I stand with certain things. So Gerard should feel like like Maxine always has the potential. I'm not saying that that he should. I'm not saying that he should. You're entitled to feel how you want to feel in your particular situation. So so my question is, when you say that you're not the friend to call, then what are you? What is your? What are you feeling then? What I'm feeling is I would not be able to sincerely comfort you. Like, I'm being honest with myself. I would not be able to sincerely be like, oh, like, it would come off as disingenuous. Like, I'm, I'm, no, seriously, it's all in my lap. It would come off as disingenuous. Like, oh, like, okay, well, where do we go from here? Like, uh, you didn't see this coming. Like, but it, I can see because. So like for me when I like, put myself in situations like this, is this such a shock that know, you can't function and that you're just so depressed? I like I don't call. understand how this would come like, from left field. We not we don't have we that's not the question. So we could really move on Wait, from what? talking about fr- well, f- calling friends. We can talk about cheating because that's what the topic okay, is. Okay, but what I was gonna say is that I understand like because there's things that I call certain friends upon who I know that are not gonna coddle, not coddle, but like it's not about coddling. Not, not coddle. That's the wrong, that's not the right word. But really be there for me because I know that they. And it's not don't about care. being there. It's literally. Yeah, it kind of is. It's literally just. I, I don't even know it, how to put it into words. Back it's li- to cheating, though. It, yes. There's a there's actually a very personal relationship, um, close to me that basically it was the same exact way. She got him how. Wait, what's it? What? The question is if you she got are him with how the someone. other girl lost him. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Later on down the line, he cheated. And I think one of the main reasons why she was able to accept it and get over it is because that's she she don't want to look like a fool. Because that's so she didn't you said she didn't want to look like a fool. Yeah. So it was her pride. <clears throat> I don't. I think was. I'm think the love was also involved, but because it, she did it to somebody else, she was like, "Well, I don't know if it was like, she and had, like listen, karma was coming back to her, or like what?" No, I wouldn't. Because I say, like Kendall always says, every situation is nuanced and different. Like right, every relationship absolutely. is. But I just feel from as a as a third party that I'm very very finite on certain things, and I just know that I wouldn't be able to be sincere in my comfort. How about you because I wouldn't know how to approach theory? it. Burning kitchen. So the burning kitchen theory. Um, basically, there's a relationship, and it's a house. And once the breakup happens, the house gets burnt down. You need to be able to put out the entire fire 
in that situation before you rebuild or restructure because everything you build on top of a fire that's already but that's not fair because not everybody i don't believe that closure really exists really mm. i think, I think it's it exists, totally I don't selfish think that, i don't think that it necessarily involves the other person i don't think yeah. that okay. you can have your own self-closure i'll give you that yeah now okay. you answer the question could i do it if we were eight to ten months down the line uh, and you found I would out be that you pissed were... that I wasn't told, and I would definitely question. I don't know if I would leave per se, mm-hmm. but I'd be more upset as as to why you did not. Why weren't you honest with me from the jump about where you were at in your life when I met you? That I would be the biggest thing. Last, for me. I think last week or the week before, you had a really good point about the dating process, especially in the first, I mean the honeymoon stage, the first like two three months right. is really like you presenting your absolute best self mm-hmm. um and so like i think that interview. it's i think that it's a little <laughs> unfair and a little disingenuous to believe that someone will present you with that reality but early that's damn on you're lying you it got is a whole lying. ass man. It is lying. Bro, <laughs> you got a whole ass in, man. In this and particular you're situation me? that relates to the Carmichaels, yeah. that's flat out lying. If, if you like, approach me you know, and you're if, in a relationship, if you're a server versus a busser, or like, but you work at the <laughs> restaurant, like I could see, like, oh, okay, well, whatever. You're a bartender, yes. but you're really a bar back, sure. But if you have a whole ass man on the side and you're trying I, to date I, me, I completely understand. That's but a the flat thing, out and, I, and the thing is, <laughs> and so my situation, um, I, I knew from jump. And they didn't tell you because you knew that you would leave them if you found no, out. No, no, no. I, no, I knew. he knew. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, you knew. I, I yeah. knew. Oh, okay. Um, and and I willingly went into that. And so I guess it is a point of of believe, how you believe the world works and your karma and the energy that will come back to you. Um, and so it's, it, it, to me, again, it's the nuance of every situation. For me, I'm the type of person that I firmly believe in some level of blissful ignorance. Um, to, to to in in order for me to stay sane and and get through my days, mm-hmm. um. So for me, my rule of thumb was I don't discuss the partner, I just don't. But I, you're aware that but the partner aware that exists. exists. Yeah, he was aware that the partner was there. He exists. I just don't. Would discuss you do it. it again? He wouldn't be like Molly asking Dro if <laughs> she, if he's seeing other people. Right. Well, <laughs> you are Molly. Wow. Um, um. So so would you do it again? Would you go down that route? Be the side chick. <laughs> Um, never say never. I mean, I knowingly. I don't want. I would rather know than be lied to. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, yeah, I. I. Because I, no, I, I completely I understand what you're saying. Because that is a, a flat out lie. I've never been lied to in that situation. I think I've been lied to in the nuances of of him not wanting to tell me like when he's out with him or whatever. But even then, like he's open about he was open about that. Um, so I'm no longer involved that. in that I situation, can. but I get it, and so it it is an interesting thing to put on the table. So then, do you, what? What <laughs> about where I stand? Don't you understand? I don't know why you want to come back to that. Uh, no, I'm serious <laughs> because you're a well enlightened individual. You can clock all of these things, but you seem so confused about why I would not be the friend to call. Because I just think that I I don't think that that's a, that's a, a a good friend. Really? So I you don't. don't think that that's me being be- fair to you. No, because, because I know how I would Because react. there's a lot of things in life that beyond relationships that you try to warn your friends from your purview. And so I firmly believe and I, that's why I'm limited to the to the advice and the insight, I've never dished out advice insight that I offer friends in their relationships, because like I've said multiple times, like people 
if I call you every time that nigga roll over and kiss me on the forehead, you'll be mm-hmm. like, Kendall, like, have your relationship and deal. Whatever. I'm that so, friend as well. So I too am that friend. <laughs> so you know, but typically, also it works if he hurts your feelings. Typically, when we come to our friends, <laughs> it's the real highs and the real lows. Uh huh. He sent me flowers at work. Look how thoughtful he is. Oh my god, he's cheating on me. What do I do with this nigga? Those in between days that he's just being your boyfriend, you really mm-hmm. don't always share with that your, is true. you know, with your friends. And so for me. It, I, I don't need but it. Do, I told you, you so. compartmentalize your friendships. There are things that you would call absolutely. me for that you wouldn't call me <laughs> no, for. absolutely. But what I'm saying is, is that for a friend to tell me that I can't call them because they'll essentially life, mm. laugh in my face. I, I just because, you the worst mm, yeah, yeah, this from? Yeah. I never said I would you laugh know, in your then face. Then what are you, then what are you, I, that's I'm what I asked. That my what will you provide? My reaction, but okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But now you're intentionally. Because you're not. Because <laughs> because Sean and I've had this conversation, we so have. so I feel like, like vein I'm coming out of the forehead. So, so I feel like oh. I would what call I'm her, saying. and I wouldn't expect her to be like Kendall. I'm so sorry this happened to you. You don't deserve this. But I also wouldn't her to be like, well, nigga, what the fuck did you expect? Because that I'd nigga be somewhere in the that middle. nigga that nigga was doing it to him. He'll do it to you. Because if I enter, because it wouldn't be this in between phase that we were in. It would be. We have we have dedicated ourselves to being in a monogamous relationship, and you're telling me this will be different than the last. If I choose to walk, I'm into, telling you or him. No, he is. Okay. So but if I'm choosing to walk into that and believe, because I do believe in redemption, I do believe people can change, and I do believe in second chances. If I choose, as your friend who you respect, to walk into that and say, "Hey, I'm giving him a chance," I don't think it's fair for any friend to tell me I told you so. I, I think it, is everyone missing like I I didn't say any of what you're saying. I literally have not said the three examples. That but you you're have telling put, me you'll lie somewhere in the middle between I'm sorry this happened to you and I fucking told you so. And I don't see where the middle ground is because as a friend, you should be able to console me in my most not, obvious yes, moments of, of I'm, bad I'm judgment. Op- I'm opening. I'm open to consoling you, but I'm also not going to lie to you. We've had very real, raw and honest <laughs> conversations surrounding Kelly. this surrounding this and my thing is if you came to me with your feelings hurt it wouldn't be news to me i'd be like oh really like and I, that's why i would not answer the call because i know how i would act because it would be like okay but i don't I, the thing you is said, here, here's here, here okay let, let me break this down this is where <laughs> this confuses me okay where it confuses me is if you are in a situation where you are knowingly the side piece in something this is just in general. If you are in a situation where you are knowingly the side piece and you expect, and, and let's say that situation that he has with his boyfriend or what have you ends, and you walk into this new situation with him because you believe in redemptions and fairy tales. No, that no, he no. Would, <laughs> if you believe that. Or you're just having fun. No, listen, if you believe that you can then carry out a monogamous relationship with him in the event that that does not work out, I believe that the writing was on the wall. That's fair. Because you, how do you expect monogamy out of someone who has demonstrated to you that he's incapable of being monogamous? That's what, that's not where incapable. as incapable. Oh, how do you, no, because why does a murder, why does somebody that goes to jail for 25 years for manslaughter get out and get to walk amongst regular citizens? Because hopefully you've gone to jail and been reformed. If you're willing to take that risk, then more power to you. 
If it were up to me, he'd be in jail for life. They need to go to jail first before they get with you. There's no punishment. It's reward after reward. No, 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 no. I believe people can change. What the fuck type of punishment do you need besides your relationship blowing up? Oh, you just swing into a new one with the bitch that's been in the side in the dugout. With but Molly, the, but Shaw, who shows I, up I, with lingerie on. And now Shaw, but, but, I mean, and again, we're speaking generally, and then we're, but let's be real. We were speaking about my fucking situation. Okay. And I never believed that it would happen in this fairy tale monkey bar, and I never wanted it to. Okay. Um, and, but, but again, I told you, and I told you this weeks ago when we had this very real conversation. Was this pride? No, okay. I, th- that we don't need a time frame. <laughs> I to- but I told well, you no because <laughs> it got a little heated in June. No, that was before the BET Awards. That was on the way to the BET Awards when I first discovered Marie Sharps. <laughs> we had a we had an episode, and I told you literally. I told you that I don't know. I said, but something would have to change with him beyond. Beyond the lying and the cheatation, mm-hmm. something would have to change with him as a person. I just don't want you to His be blinded character. with liking him so much that you end up with egg on your you face. You know what? I want to stop talking about this <laughs> the kitchen is still on fire. as a I hope that current situation because I have removed myself from this narrative. Okay. Good job. I am so proud of you for that. I am too. I truly am. Oh, yes. Look at God. Look at God. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> Shout out to Kanye. Um, I'm going to move on to mine. <laughs> topic, I can't believe we just did that on air. You guys are going to have to catch part two. Well, the, part, part two will two. be behind closed doors. Oh, like, we we know part two. It's going to be part two as soon as these the mics get cut off. Because I ain't done. I ain't done. We gotta, what I gotta, you have tried me for the last time, Miss Star Jones. i drink for part two. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Dwight loaned you ten thousand dollars. Move. Move. Move candy. That's how I feel. Um <laughs> No, I am glad we can talk about that. Can I do this? Rub my damn knuckle. Um, I'm gonna talk about something a little bit more light. Oh yeah. Um well, that's subjective. So summer's done. I usually look at summer calendar as, wise. I, summer's done. Yes, I used to look at summer as done. Labor <laughs> well, um, day is over. Don't after worry. or not even after a little bit before my birthday because all of my years in LAUSD or school in school started in Lancaster, like the fifteenth. School started a little bit before. Yeah, so I'd be back in school by the time my birthday. It's like technically still hot enough to be summer, but mm-hmm. in a in a child's mind, right? But anyway, um, now I look at summer as at ending at Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now that that's gone, I want to rehash some of our favorite moments of the summer. Um, and as the show is named Kiss and Tell, and we try to keep on trend with, uh, you know, the dating, love. <laughs> I don't tell my damn biz. Um, <laughs> and all that. Mine were there any dates or any special moments with a special someone that you'd like to relive um, <laughs> and talk about today? Sharp. <laughs> Why y'all calling my name? Dang, <laughs> y'all play too much. I'm God. That was um, Q too. That was good. Um, so uh-huh. for with me, my summer. Ooh, it's, did you have a good summer? Oh yeah, still have. It's still summer for me. So you speak ooh. for yourself. Um, um, but yes, my summer was a very very interesting summer because, um, and I've spoken or, or tweeted about this at length. But it was a very interesting summer for me because I went through a phase like in June 
May and June of like really wanting companionship and doing honestly full disclosure living a little recklessly with with these but with these men's out here. Mm, um, plural. And then literally it was like July first. I felt like everything aligned for me. I remember on July first. Uh, I I started noticing that everything was like in sync. Like every time I happened to glance at a clock, it was mm-hmm. uh, twelve thirty four, one two three four, or it was eleven eleven, or four forty four, three thirty three. And so every time I made a note, every time that I looked at the clock and I noticed some type of time sequence, that I would say a quick prayer. And so I noticed that in July, which is so funny, in July my life started to turn for the better. I felt like I got a better understanding of my current state of mind because the first six months of this year sent me through the ringer. Hell, even I'd even argue that July did. But it seems like every day and every month since July, things have gotten better, like literal, literal opposite ends of the spectrum. Things have gotten better, 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 better. And I have kind of like rediscovered, rediscovered the joy and thirst of life. And I'm I, my, my phone's ringing. I'm doing things. And so that has been my summer. It's literally been like a coin toss. Like so I started on to off- the dick. Oh, oh my God. Kendall. <laughs> Quarter right, Kendall. Kendall. I'm, not, I'm not answering that. <laughs> Quarter Kendall is. Oh. <laughs> I promised the listeners that this topic would be a bit light. You promised? You promised? Let me tell you something, Candy. You don't speak for me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's really all that took place. In June, I was living kind of recklessly. I met a guy on Memorial Day. Um, did you? Out. Yes, I did. I just said that I did. And um, mm. by the end of June, that hit taint. That was an interesting story. And we picked um, up a new one. I did pick up a new one for mm. one night only. One and night only, that was also very interesting. Um, and right now, nothing much is going on. Um, Are you lying? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, my summer wasn't really that uh, enthusiastic surrounding men. These any, men. Any special event that stands out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was it, Char? Uh, all of the beautiful moments with my friends. Oh! And, and, what type of PC-ass answer And ev- everything that we specific. did. Um, it was just so much. It's so much. So many great I'm a, memories. I'm going to move on. So many great Jace. memories. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now. Um... My summer was chill as I get older. Like, was kinda, it? Yeah. What? Are, was it not chill? I was cooking most of the time. Okay. What I, did, I, what, did I miss something? What did I do that was I'm, not chill? Go on. Shark can't tell your truth. So let's. <laughs> let, I'm just kind of curious. As where, I can. Uh, <laughs> no, I had. A, I went to San Francisco. Um, what? You know he talking about the whole summer, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you mentioned San Francisco at the top of the show, so I'm like, you know he ain't talking about you last went for weekend. Of July. I went there for Fourth, uh, fourth of July. Okay. Um, it was a blast. What I went again you? last week. That's why. That's what we're probably thinking. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I had a boyfriend. I do not anymore. So that was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. It was good. I feel I, like I have no ill will. So, nothing bad to say about him. <laughs> I'm. I mean, uh, am I, I, is this free to discuss? We don't have to discuss it in in detail, but I just wanted. What's your question, Kendall? Because you dick. Ugh. Yeah, what's I can't wait question? to talk. Ask Kendall right. about the dick that he was on this Hello. summer. That's fine. What's, what's your uh-huh. question? I'll Kendall. answer how I, I have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I met 
your most recent significant other mm-hmm. at the top of the summer when we went to Palm Springs. Latino Oasis, go on. Um, oh, now you catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and so I feel like the end of that relationship ended on marked, your birthday. I wasn't going to say that, but yes. And so, you know, towards the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a good part of your summer was with him. Yeah. With him. So how does that, how does compare to other summers? How does that, how was that? Um, I mean, I enjoyed my summer. I, I'm kind of getting to the, I saw very reckless summers. I was always in Vegas at pool parties and stuff like that. But it was really just me and him really hanging out. I saw my family a lot because I was in the IE. Do you feel like you like you grew? I grew. Out of that relationship? Um, no. Okay. I'm still trying to, I'm trying to, I could... When I get out of situations or when situations end, I can usually pinpoint, like, what I, like, learned or, like, what I was able to take away. Because I do believe that not everyone... So you didn't learn anything from that experience? Because I can think of a thing that you haven't been able to to pinpoint it yet. I can. We'll talk when the mic is off. Yeah, I'd rather not, but, like, say it on air. um, Things on air, I should say. But, I mean, like I said, I have nothing ill to say about him. Um, I spent most of my summer with him. He... I didn't wasn't expecting him to be my summer love. That's kind of how, you know, the universe. Portuguese said love. I want you say. I want you say. Oh, look at your own key. You, you're not pitchy or nothing today. <laughs> I showed up. You did <laughs> on time mm-hmm. without being asked. <laughs> Noted. Find me. Meet me. Noted. Um. Well, you know. Well, Kendall, my, what about you? Since my co-hosts right. want to keep things so what goddamn PC today. Um, I'm gonna what be. Your, I'm just kidding. If you need help, I, I'll help you with the, oh with God. yours. Um, <laughs> my summer was. Re- I had a very very good summer. Um, I mean, it was really highlighted by my 25th birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something I had been. I went to Cuba in the month of August. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had I had a lot of fun. Like I feel like I feel like it flew by. Like I can remember going to finishing school and going to Palm Springs. And marking that as the beginning of my summer, and then now here we are today, and I feel like um, my last like hoorah, like Sunny's birthday was fun and it was a little hot, but it, it still felt like it was after summer. I'm glad um, it cooled down compared to two weeks. Oh ago. my god, right? It was but like I feel like hundreds. the last real summer. I, I felt like my last hoorah was that uh, thank you LA party that we went to on Memorial Day. I mean on Labor Day. Labor Day, yeah. Um, and so. I ha- I just felt like I had a lot of fun. Like I was able to spend a lot of time with friends. I dated. I really I was out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to know a few people. Um, I got to <laughs> not. I got to not know a few people. Um, I started some things and I ended some things. Um, things like what? Situationships, friendships. Okay. Um, not friendships. I'm sorry. Relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, uh, Shar seems to want to, what did I do? I didn't say anything. I feel like it was, I feel like I always, (laughs) (laughs) what is happening? I always have this belief that (laughs) when you have enough, you will, like you'll crack, like enough is enough. And so I feel like this summer Mm. was, was a mountain of, of of enough. Are you growling? I don't know what she's doing, but it's, (laughs) it's grossly inappropriate for the professional environment that we're sitting in, and I wanted to stop. <laughs> what did you have enough of, Kendall? I had enough of the situation that I was dealing with. I'm oh, not the side going chick into 
situation. <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, I didn't try. I didn't try to force <laughs> anyone into anything. No, he did. He just was a willing participant. It's okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking about either one of y'all. What you y'all mean? What? I what feel like you you're trying to get me back for no, asking you about your relationship. No, so what am I doing? The I'm same not, damn thing. Because I, I asked you about it. it. First of all, you're I'm talking about dick. Nothing. I, I, I said dick. She didn't want to talk about dick. I moved on. What? I did talk about dick. <laughs> I did talk about dick. D-I-C-K. I've had enough. I had dick in June. I had dick in August. I just didn't have dick in July. Okay. Having dick now. How oh. you doing? Um, okay. But anyway, no, I got enough and I moved on. I just feel like yeah. it was a lot of growth. Okay, yeah, so I feel like it was a lot of... Summer do, was the bomb. This summer was the bomb. It was very, very different from any summer that I've had mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And I Angeles, spent... So. I mean, I've, and, and I feel like Char is looking at me and can chime in on these things because <clears throat> we spent most of these weekends mm-hmm. together. Yeah, we did spend a lot. On um, snap. Jace ain't with us, y'all, because Jace don't be in L.A. like that on the weekends, okay? Yeah. So y'all can stop with all the mess. Yeah, no all no group mess. members <laughs> leaving. <laughs> Um, what, what, um, what were you, what do you want to spin off? What? Okay. So now that summer's over, typically, well, at least in places that are snowy, it's cuffing season. Oh. I know, Kendall, you mentioned something off air about some new habits that you're engaging in. I wasn't here for that. What'd I say? Tinder. Yes. So is that because summer's over and you're ready to settle down? Like what, what is... Is it, it cuffing season for you, Char? Are you still, you know, um, jumping on this? I'm just, or? I'm coasting. I'm coasting right now. I'm, okay. I, I am, you know, ta- talking. I wouldn't even say dating. I'm just, I'm coasting entertaining. with. Entertaining. Yeah, entertaining someone mm-hmm. right now. But it, it's someone, not anyone new. He's okay. someone from about a year ago that I met. Mm-hmm. And he just randomly texts me and, and kind of snowballed into texting every day. He doesn't live far from my job. That's so. nice. Been kind of hanging out, yeah. Um, on developments, yeah. Day. Um, I don't think it was a conscious choice to think, oh, it's about to get a little chilly. I want to cuff. Um, I mean, well, summer or fall in LA is not, no, I know, different. I know, but it I was wasn't say, any this was Chicago, yeah. it wasn't any conscious decision of like summer's over, I'm tired of hoeing. Like, I, I, I would have, he ain't never gonna be tired of that, <laughs> right? <girl. laughs> Go to Kendall, <laughs> I, um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm never hoeing. Um, so um. there was none of that. <laughs> um, so, no. But I think Tinder, first of all, <laughs> I've been, I've sworn against Tinder since. Because there ain't no black men. Well, that's one. Wasn't it a soul swipe? Soul swipe is even worse, honey. Anyway, oh. ten, I, nothing has come from it. I don't get on it. It keeps crashing my phone. So, no. Oh. <laughs> Spirits, same spirits oh. as Char in the casino. <laughs> oh, excuse us. So I, I'm not, not because it's Kendall's going. crashing niggas' phone. I mean, Tendas <laughs> crashing Kendall's phone. Okay. Um, oh, that's new. But I'm, I'm, I'm dating, <laughs> and I'm. I feel like I'm always interested in the idea of settling, like with one person, and like d- yeah. being with one person. So it's never um, about the season, really. So mm. yeah, we'll see where these or this situation goes. Yeah. I I personally don't subscribe to cuffing season. Um, you ain't about to use me for for Christmas and all of that stuff, and then <laughs> yeah, and then talk about me like before Valentine's right, 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 right. Or in right. my case, it'll probably be my birthday. Christmas and my birthday are practically back to back. Um, 
Happy birthday. Oh. Right. Like, I saw. I've never subscribed to that idea, but I mean, people Jace, don't do what they want to do. Can you answer your own question while I look for this tweet that somewhat aligns with what Oh, we're no. I'm nowhere near ready to date or go on dates or entertain someone. That's good. Yeah, You're I'm, not going I'm, through a Lawrence where you just monkey barring and, and taking your mm-mm. hurt from one person honestly, to the next. Yeah, I think that I'm going to probably. Sp- spend most of my first year of my 30s alone well you before you got in your most recent relationship you were kind of chilling mm-hmm. yeah and you don't date so yeah i guess the universe Chase don't will, date I don't you know you don't believe in dates I went on, last time i went on a date we know you were in new york what were you in New York? No, uh, you only <laughs> date in New York. And but I saw, I we think this that? somewhat aligns because all of us have a social media presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is, it, in terms of dating, I thought that this tweet was poignant for me today. Kind of confusing that people want to wild out on the timeline but pursue you, pursue you one on one like a whole different person. And I, I, I felt can't relate. I've, <laughs> you don't date people that, that are on the timeline? Is that what you're saying? No, I've never. There's only two people on my Twitter timeline who I've for, for twirled on my haters. Like, I've oh. met a couple people Albino. on yeah. Twitter. So yeah, it's me, way more concentrated for. And I firmly believe that. Like, I feel like, yes, there's a quote-unquote per- persona online, mm-hmm. but you can't be wilding out on the timeline every day and then think that you can approach me in a, in a certain manner and that I'm not going to. When you say to, wilding out, in what context do you mean by that? Like post the news? No, because that's just not even somebody I'm interested in. Okay. I'm saying like extremely flirtatious around the timeline or talking about, oh, you know, your, your misogynistic views or just being problematic on the timeline, but coming to me like, I ain't, that's just Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's just Instagram. That was a Carmichael episode. Because he was doing, um, I binge watched the whole damn series. Well, the first Everything two seasons. Everything can refer back to an episode of the. Comic yeah, and he was being problematic. Was but um, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. moving moving into cuffing season. Um, what do you mm-hmm. want to talk about, Jace? So my question kind of comes. So we've been talking about insecure every single episode since um the first one this season because we mm-hmm. love the show collectively on mm-hmm. kiss radio we do and um the final episode our 45 minutes of isa uh we got to watch one of my favorite scenes is when lawrence and isa had the heart to heart they were reconciling right and it wasn't because the last conversation before that was you a fucking hoe and so right, right. That, that left me scarred so right i, I, I like, needed oh, the heal touch my pearls um, so they actually had the conversation in their empty apartment, their empty home that they had um, before he moved out. Um, and I kind of wanted to, it was clear by what they said and their dynamic that there was obviously some still, there was still love there. Um, and when he dropped on that knee, I was like, oh shit, but that was a dream. Um, so, she said, she said on Twitter before you go on, which I thought was, I was like, eh, like she, we all have that moment where you realize like the what if, yeah, like mm. what you had mapped out yeah. is never going to happen <laughs> with this person. And I went, I recently went through that mm-hmm. this year. Um, mm-hmm. And so to Last see that week. scene, to see that scene and then for her to reconfirm what I thought, like through that tweet, like that was her playing the movie out through her head of what's mm-hmm. literally dress, never going baby, to happen right, never with Lawrence. Happen. Eh. <laughs> what's the question, Jake? <laughs> so eh. my question is, is a relationship ever too broken to fix? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
irreparable. Some, yes. some, some yeah. relationships just, they, it can't be fixed. It can't be fixed? No. And I don't think this thing no has to do hell. with compatibility. Because people, I think Issa and Lawrence are still compatible. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what they've been through is just a little, well, I don't, is it too broken to fix? Is theirs in particular? Well, like, ever, I should say. Like, is there anything... Okay, let's, let me rephrase this. Is there something that could happen to you in your relationship that as much as you love this person, you know that you cannot be with them? Yes. Like There's what? plenty of people that... Uh, it's so funny that you brought this up because I was listening to another podcast this morning and they talked about how toxic uh, it is. One of the co-hosts was saying, you gotta stop telling these people, like, I'm never gonna leave you. You know, like, people... How basically, like, they'll prey on on like let's say you're dating a guy and he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother and you're like listen I know that you probably do this because you know you had a bad relationship with your mother mm-hmm. and then he uses that every single time like man Kendall you know Crutch. me and my mama don't get Crutch. and right. then you, you know she up... never gave me no love exactly. like how I'm gonna give you love and you know my daddy ain't yeah, 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 yeah 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 all of that uh-huh. all of that nonsense and so what the co-host was saying is you as the person you got you gotta stop telling these people coddling them and saying I'm never gonna leave you because th- it's abuse mm-hmm. um, and so it's interesting, like I said, that you brought this uh, topic up because I just believe that certain things, and, and and everything's different, but but certain things are unforgivable in relationship. Mm. There are certain crimes that can be committed, uh, certain levels of betrayal that even though, like Kendall was saying in, in, in my topic, that people are capable of redemption, that is true, but right. I have to reclaim my fucking time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. have to reclaim my time, mm-hmm. and there are just certain things that I feel are unforgivable, and I even feel that there's some friendships that I have absolutely. that mm. things, mm. we're still friends, but it's not what it was, but I, I still love that person as my friend, but it's just not what it was right. because... I completely understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, something happened. It wasn't like a fizzle. It was like something Something happened. happened. A defining moment right. happened, and I chose to actively still be your friend mm-hmm. when I could have walked away not, because my mom... My mother always has teased me since I was like 11. Like, you need to stop. Like, you need to address it. You cut people off too fast. Mm. Like, this was me in fifth grade. You cut people off too fast so even me as an adult mm-hmm. and I even think that that trickled into the the few relationships that I did have um, which probably could have been reconciled but I was no longer interested because you betrayed me and I don't have time for this because now I mm-hmm. can't trust you and that was me in my teenage years right. like I never went through all that drama and so as an adult I'm even more Fort Knox mm-hmm. so um, so I do all in all I do think that not every relationship uh, is sal- salvageable right. um, and it just depends on where your head is and like I said the, the quote unquote sin or the quote unquote crime that was being committed like it's soul food for example are you fucking my cousin <laughs> we can't work through our marriage can't be repaired if you're fucking cousin Faith mm-hmm. absolutely not I'm grabbing the butcher knife and I'm screaming fuck the family the family mm-hmm. fucked my husband oh, shout out to Vanessa Williams mm-hmm. uh so they're, they're just certain things because it's different if, for example, in Soul Food again, if Terry's husband would have fucked the cashier from the Ralph's down the street, but you fucked my damn cousin. cousin right. So, uh, no. Yeah. Not I, every relationship is that. can be repaired. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that I firmly agree with what both of you have said. Um and and that it comes in different forms and i don't know some some for some and for some people it might be one thing versus something that i could work through with someone else mm-hmm. um and i know we talked about like um earning potential 
mm-hmm. and potential in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that a couple And that weeks. aha with I don't date potential your friend that your friend said. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, that kind of stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that for me like a recent ex uh has come has come back in my phone asking me like, "Well, you must have a man because you haven't like you haven't reached out." Don't fight yourself. One, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I'm like I to- and I told him I said, well, I haven't seen any changed behavior mm-hmm. just from the outskirts to mm-hmm. make me believe that this is worth my time to to reinvest. Um, and he was like, well, you have we haven't hung out, and I'm like, for me, and again, this goes back to like the potential thing and not wanting to hurt feelings and like how to navigate this because for me, when I say that, I'm you have like, issues hurting people's feelings, and I you you always push back on this. No, I'm asking. I do, especially within relationships. I find okay, I, I find do. that interesting. I mean, period. I don't. It's not a. It's not a pastime. Mm. Um, mm. So it is not a pastime. <laughs> it is not a pastime. <laughs> so for me, it's like well, I because it would look. be a retaliation for me in a relationship. Mm. I can look you and say, I'm like, well, you, you're working the same type of job that you were working when I was trying to give you the pass to like, there's the ambition that I would need to see in a partner that I want to move forward with. Like, I'm not seeing that. So there's things that beyond the one on one, the the trust in the relationship between us. Right. Like, you're just not the person I want to be with. So I'm not reinvesting. So I think that in that way, it's not salvageable because it, the the what I thought I could, what I thought I could look past, I've firmly decided I can't. As and far I won't. as his job, it, yeah, in this situation, really? yes. Oh, um, in that situation, because I feel like I could look, oh, I could look past someone's job. No, no, because I it's think, been, because I think. It's, it's this, it's a personality thing. It be, it goes beyond just you're in this rut. Like I think that Issa always believed that Lawrence had the potential, mm-hmm. and 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 was going to get out of that and and, and be the and tech that's person. how she wound up for four years with him on her couch. Right, I was think. It putt-putt? I woo, think woo, that woo, 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 woo. Woo. <laughs> ain't no woo woo's going off on my phone. <laughs> um. I think that for me, I'm looking and I'm like, well, who you be? Who, yeah, who who are you? Like, Send what do you want? Because I'm gonna be somebody's network executive. So what are you? And I can't take you. You know, it's so funny that you the brought Christmas that party, up. Talking about I work re- retail here, and we're talking about cheating and stuff. I had never seen Tyler Perry's. Uh, it's his birthday, ironically. I had never seen the family that prays. So good. Oh, really? So not acted her yeah. ass. And off. that made and me think Woodard. of that because there was cheating, of course, in that movie, which was gross on Sanaa's part. He was but, a hardworking man. But right, but he's. <laughs> Still, she was unfulfilled professionally. What? She she was unfulfilled. So basically, Sanaa's like a corporate executive and her husband works in construction, but like low-level construction. Right. As the construction workers that I know have, well, that I know of, um, he had ideas. No, they get coins. They're, they're coins. Oh, he coins. needed the networks. The networks that yeah. a lot of black people aren't And affording. she was like sleeping with basically her boss, who um, was like the exec. Because the white man. The power. And he was white man. Yeah. And I so, remember this movie now. Yeah. And so um, that's what made me think of that. Because she was like, if her husband would have had a different career, been more blue, I mean, more white collar, she would have probably... Remained satisfied. more right. She was not satisfied with him being the construction worker. Yeah, but she was um, very, very. Boots her character was extremely dense put. and gross in that movie. Uh, so, <sighs> but it's on Netflix. Speaking of this Netflix I mean, plug-in at least episode. Got a job. 
I mean, but see, that's not where I want to set my bar. I mm-hmm. never want to be like, at least he employed. Like mm-hmm. it's like Kendall said, where's mm-hmm. your dri- where's your hustle? Yeah, where's your you know? And and that's why I say for for me, it, she wasn't quote unquote justified in her because he was actively trying to be more ambitious. And, yes, and he was seek out opportunities. Can you set me up a meeting here? Yeah. Like you have these he a- wasn't, this access. Um, he wasn't content. He wasn't, right, 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 with no. just. Laying brick. Uh, right, right. Um, so, and she, well, that's interesting. She wanted brick. to cheat. What about you, Jace? You didn't answer your own question. Um, oh, I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> what? So what if he does? You said what you said. Too late. Um, Nene? I think that there are situations, kind of how you said, like, if you fuck my cousin, then like, no, because you don't, you don't respect me. And I think it has to come to a, a point where, like, do you respect me or not? If I feel disrespected by what you did, no. And that conflates to Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lisa felt disrespected. I mean, Lisa, Issa felt felt <laughs> disrespected with him being a bum, but he felt ultimate. And then you forgetting factor in that her fucking birthday and right forgetting her birthday right. and being a bum. Like every day I come home, you on my couch. And uh, but you know but Lawrence in and that I make no money. that whole like male pride and all yeah. of that stuff. He couldn't handle that she cheated in that way. You know, men put sex on such a, you know, if a woman cheats sexually, it is just the I was just talking about that with me and Marcus this morning. Really? About how, um, not not necessarily cheating, but like women and their sexuality versus, you know, the stomach on a man. Yeah, and and like men can't handle a woman. Because I was looking at Lawrence like... What about you is making me want to fuck you? She you ain't got no haircut. You didn't gained all this weight. You on my damn couch. And but also, you forgot but also, my birthday. If he would have done it, she would have been so quick to forgive. She that is likely, true. you know, this is all fallacy. No, but women, she, she would have. She would have. If Lawrence would have cheated on her when she was on that couch, she, I don't think she would have been like, get your shit and get out mm-hmm. and call him a fucking hoe. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, it it happened. So yeah. it, that's an interesting dynamic. But all in all. Yeah, you do no. you believe that certain things are unforgivable, yeah, so absolutely. not every relationship absolutely. can be I can reconciled. I love you to the moon and back, but like if there's something that you do that I feel completely disrespected and I can't get past, then like no. And I'm you know what? You know what's so honest. funny? Speaking of speaking, since we're talking insecure on this week's the final uh, episode of Insecurity, the podcast, they acknowledged that. Uh, in an alternate universe, let's say that Issa was not dreaming and that her and Lawrence did go forward. Lawrence is the type of nigga that every time, like, you know uh, how- to remind you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh. it's like, even if you get to that sweet spot with an ex and you guys are like, we're going to try true. this again. And that's the proof sometimes you, you that it's never... irreparable because people, some, the other one person mm-hmm. can't move past. Because they were saying, what if Issa would have been like, when Lawrence was like, all right, bye. If Issa would have just grabbed his arm and been like, Lawrence, look, I'm sorry. I, I feel really bad. Can we just can we start over can we try again and let's say Lawrence would have given it the green light but it wouldn't have lasted it would have been a honeymoon phase all over again on the other side of the coin first argument if we're not thinking this came this made I thought about this as Jace was finishing his his thought because Jace says that there's certain things that are unforgivable for him Mm -hmm. but knowing Jace there are things that he's put up with. Oh that yeah, I've deemed mm-hmm. that I not I've even de- knowing him. All you gotta do is listen to the damn show <laughs> that I've deemed <laughs> unforgivable, Same. like completely Same. unforgivable. That he's stuck with. He's been like, so, what's the big deal? So beyond, like, uh, so I in this agree. situation, if 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 the alternate universe would have actually happened, Denisa would and 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 Lawrence kept c- keeps bringing it up to throw it in her face. Um, every time she steps out to the grocery store, you fucking Daniel. Um, like he did a perna. 
in the car right. when she was t- right. texting her sister. But I think sometimes forgiving and trying your best to move past also gives the the wrongdoer license mm-hmm. to keep doing it. Oh, yeah. No, I've been in situations before where I've been able to... Because for me, I don't forgive you unless I really forgive you. So I'm not going to say, like, Same. I forgive you. If, if I don't. And want, you, you can't rush that process. Yeah, like, that no, no, needs no, no, to be no, no, noted. No, no. You, cannot you cannot rush that process. I'll work on it. It takes I, a lot for mm-hmm. me to forgive someone. It really It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in a in a timely fashion, <laughs> <laughs> what we would deem a a humanly timely fashion, it takes a lot for me to forgive someone. Yeah, so I think I think it's 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 complicated and depends on the situation. But I think that sometimes you look past, and it could have been like Lawrence genuinely forgives Issa, but she always knows in the back of her mind that he might he gonna take her back if she cheats again. Yeah, and so sometimes and we see that really we see that a lot when the right. coin is flipped with with uh, the men cheating. I know plenty of, I, and I, I, we've all, we all have girlfriends in this room, and we all know, in particular, in heterosexual relationships, when a man cheats on one of your girlfriends, how more susceptible they are to keep calling your damn phone every six months talking about he did it again. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> it, it, and it reminds just, me of, of that tweet a couple of months ago about on, uh, on along the lines of um, a, a lot of men don't feel powerful or like men unless they are putting women through shit. Mm, I never saw that. That's why I can't stand it. It was during, I can't remember. There's been so much in the political climate that I can't, it was, ladies, focus on your damn job. Focus (laughs) on your work. It's not worth it. What was that discussion? Reagan Gomez had this whole long, we talked about it on the show. It was something going on in the world that we, we ended up talking about it at length. And Reagan Gomez was talking about like forgiving black men. I don't believe it was about insecure. I if can't it was rem- months ago, then no, Insecure only came, debuted yeah. last month. Um, but yeah, I rem- it spawned off of a, a tweet that I think I, I retweeted and added a, a comment, and yeah. I mean, I could. I mean, you see, we see it all the time. All the time. So yes, I think we all can agree that it's uh, it, once again it's circumstantial. The corniest <laughs> Don't fuck answer. My and do not be a cousin fucker. Um, <laughs> there are just certain things that are just unforgivable. And because for, even if it's a cousin I don't like, that's another part of it. It's like he's in my fucking family. Yeah. Like, I can't right. stand And they're going to be here. If, if mama is inviting them, then they're going to be right. here. Or even f- be damned a cousin, a neighbor, a friend. Like, there's just certain mm. things. Too close to home. For sure. I'm going to speak for me. Uh, the, the, the list will go six miles of unforgivable things as far as because I have high expectations. So if you eyeing me, if you're listening, if the guy that whatever is, is lurking on my stuff and happens to tune in on Friday and listens to this, understand that with me entertaining any sort of man in a, in a serious way. That you have high expectations, and I'm not—I'm not your merciful God. I'm not God. I'm Shar. I'm human, and I'm not quick to forgive like that. I—I just—it's just not on my watch. It's never worth it. Who you shouting out? So this week's shout out. 
We talked about her last week. She was part of that. Was the the piggyback shout out when you Bernie. shouted out uh, uh, Laverne? I'm okay. Uh, this one is f- again from Monroe Bergdorf, and that is Monroe M U N Roe, not M O N, not like okay. Maryland. Okay. But Monroe Bergdorf, it hasn't even been two weeks since she's been fired from L'Oreal, but she just signed a contract for, for Elamasca. Elamasca is a line that I first learned about when I first started working at Sephora in 2009. I had so never heard glad of them. That one, you are a journalist, and two, that you're a makeup girl. Because yeah. I've been seeing this damn tweet yeah. and this damn story for the past two days. And I ain't know how to pronounce it. It's a Lamasta. <laughs> they do a lot of theater makeup. Like, they have great lashes. I love their pure pigment. So that's what I'm saying. When I first started working at Sephora, I got to play around with them. That was the first time I'd ever heard of them, And despite me going to Sephora. But when I started working there, you know, you have to be knowledgeable on every line. And so uh, they're, they are high-end. L'Oreal is drugstore. Elamasca is high-end. Elamasca El- sits next to uh, Yves Saint Laurent and oh. Christian Dior on, and Giorgio Dales. Armani makeup so she is the new um spokesperson for them and i love if you all have not clocked please go to her instagram uh page it's like i said her name is monroe m-u-n-r-o-e bergdorf like the new york store bergdorf goodman and she is giving the slickest smirk it's almost like in the picture where the woman's doing her makeup mm-hmm. like she's like aha l'oreal but i was pleased with their statement ilamaska came out and they said monroe embodies diversity and individuality she is not scared to truly be herself but monroe doesn't just stop there she speaks out about the issues that affect not just her but the rest of our generation seeking to improve the society that we live in that is a blurb from the statement that they released so they just signed her on and i believe that this is a perfect example of how quickly life can turn around for you. Absolutely, and I hope that they forward that on to ESPN's corporate. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Kelly Clarkson, Eddie Murphy. Shout out to B-Scott. And And we can uh, end there. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's what I'm really, really pleased about because L'Oreal, of course, they they were doing their diversity campaign, and she made history the first trans. She's black, she's trans, and I just, it gives me hope because... Literally, your life can turn around in the in the blink of an eye. Yeah, this is yet be, another and being, example. being true to yourself, and so I, like I really like and that. don't be complicit. I, mm-hmm. Right, I really like that because it's not this thirst for it. Like I think a lot of times people thirst for attention and become activists just for the attention. Oh, yes. It's very self serving. It, like right, act. She was able to activist for a day after the um, revenge porn. Uh-huh. She was a fan. She was abused. You, that, no, no, really no, caught, she that really <laughs> caught me off guard. I'm like, what the fuck did Angela White do? But she, she was a victim. But she, she was a victim, but she was labeling herself, but like, I'm going on this tune journey as an activist. I mean, she's going to get her shut Well, now she's up. a rapper. And for all the people <laughs> who like but, her and her tackhead ass mama, <laughs> I hope y'all are pleased. But, but anyhow. No, yeah, I really think that some, so I'm glad that um, you can really be yourself and lose a job. And there's and, a threat, though. Yes. Clearly, they're setting the pace that do not speak out against really? things. Otherwise, you're going to lose your job. I'd even venture to say that that's semi-reflective of when I interviewed Rosalind Satchel. And yes. I won't and, go into detail. Uh, but it, it, it And is curtain closed. Kendall, no, would you not? <laughs> Absolutely. Conflated? Absolutely. Of, because so, the, the topics at hand were problematic for the network and what they wanted to represent. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 
they wanted to represent complicit and Char, Char the magical tranny who's tap dancing and read a book. <laughs> so uh, yes, I just want to shout her out. I love her. She is dynamic. If you all have not checked her out, just YouTube her name. She is just a phenomenal speaker and I'm so, so glad that she was blessed with this opportunity with a high-end makeup line who gets it. Like their statement shows that they, they get, get it. it. And I cannot wait to see this new campaign and her sickening pictures. This, this isn't that little natural true match makeup. This no, she's about to be out here. Oh, oh, yes. She's about to be out here. Oh, oh, yes. Um, well, yeah. Shout out to um, Monroe Bergdor. Monroe Bergdor. Also, tune into uh, West's face. I th- speaking of redemption, uh, if you all have not seen Wendy Williams' bikini pictures, she uh, she's such a marketing genius. She posted on Instagram today. Did you see? Mm-hmm. And she said, we'll talk Monday. And we, we'll, yeah, we can talk we'll about glass it. Glass houses, we'll talk. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. So Wendy, so Wendy uh, Williams, she kicks off season nine with an all-new theme song sung by the iconic CeCe Peniston <gasps> on Monday. I yes. love her. That was like my childhood finally is happening well, to me. She redid right that. for That's Wendy's new theme song. Really? It's called so Finally dope. Wendy. That's so dope. And that so uh, Monday, September 18th at 10 a.m. <laughs> How you doing? So shout out to Auntie Wendy. I mean, you got to be able, she's always been a mastermind and ahead of the game and very smart. I've never taken that away from Wendy. Absolutely. And for her to be able to flip Absolutely. those god-awful pictures into probably Snooze. good ratings. It's going to be ratings. She, <laughs> yeah. she hey, posted being in a about it. And uh, you guys talk about Kiss and Tell. Oh, yes. K- hashtag KAT Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Thanks for listening. Come Another back next episode. week. See y'all. Talk to y'all next week. Bye, girl.